there's no distance too far for the perfect trip. Hi, checking in for... Or the perfect table. Hey, where are you? Coming! And when you get access to Resi Priority Notify with your Amex Platinum card... Hey, this looks amazing. I'm so glad you made it. And travel benefits at fine hotels and resorts booked through Amex Travel. It's worth the trip. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. If you're a smoker or dipper looking to make a change, you really only need one reason to do it. But with Zen Nicotine Pouches, you can find many. Zen is America's number one nicotine pouch. It's made with only six simple ingredients. Plus, Zen is the only nicotine pouch with a 10-day hassle-free trial. There are lots of options when it comes to nicotine satisfaction, but there's only one Zen. Find your Zen online or in a store near you at zen.com slash find. Warning, this product contains nicotine. Nicotine is an addictive chemical. At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. Maller here. Winter is coming. Heavy rain, sleet, snow, and ice. Are your tires up for the challenge? Tread confidently in winter's worst with a set of new tires from Tire Rack. They sell only the best, like the full lineup of hand-cooked tires. Go to TireRack.com sports. Tell them what you drive. Your tires will ship fast and free to you. One of over 10,000 recommended installers. TireRack.com, the way tire buying should be. Hey, it's Jonas Knox. 56% of job seekers say their biggest challenge is finding a job that matches their qualifications, according to an Express Employment Professionals Harris Poll survey. The job search can be a lonely process, but Express Employment Professionals can be your one connection to finding a job that fits. Each year, hundreds of thousands of people find work through their local Express office. Find the location near you at ExpressPros.com. With no fees for job seekers, visit ExpressPros.com. Thanks for listening to the best of the Ben Maller Show podcast. Be sure to catch us live every weeknight from 2 to 6 Eastern, 11 p.m. to 3 a.m. Pacific on Fox Sports Radio. And to find your local station for the Ben Maller Show at foxsportsradio.com, you can find it there. Or stream us live every night on the iHeartRadio app by searching FSR. This is the best of the Ben Maller Show on Fox Sports Radio. The story of Sunday Night Football, the Chicago Bears and the Green Bay Packers. It was Aaron Rodgers going on a golf cart in the second quarter at Lambeau Field. He wasn't supposed to come back. You're not supposed to come back. The rules are when you leave on a golf cart, you're done. Those are the rules. You're not allowed to come back, Mr. Rodgers. You've got to stay on the golf cart. It's a bad job by you. Came back. Came back. And boy, did he come back. Uh, The Green Bay Packers in the second half, after being down, spotting 20 points to the Chicago Bears, the mainstream sports media are going to be over-the-top nauseating as Green Bay rallied from 20 to nothing, 17 points down in the fourth quarter. It was a 20-3 to score. Green Bay comes back. 
and they beat the Chicago Bears. Aaron Rodgers had a 75-yard touchdown pass play to Randall Cobb to win the game with just over two minutes remaining. And Rodgers, who had injured his knee, or so it seemed, right? So it seemed. He came back, and that was the historic comeback, the, the comeback for the ages. Al Michaels, he ran out of words. Al Michaels has called so many sporting events. My entire life, Al Michaels has been behind a microphone, and he's always had a lot of different adjectives. But on this particular night, he just kept saying stunning, 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 stunning. There are other words to say other than stunning. Uh, So we'll frame it this way. Did Aaron Rodgers win this game, which is what the mainstream media will tell you, or did the Chicago Bears lose this game? Well, you know the answer, right? The better story is in the losing locker room. Chicago, not only did they lose this game, they gave the game away. The Chicago Bears. These are your these are your daddy's bears. These are your granddaddy's bears. The same old bears hibernating at a time you're not supposed to hibernate, which was the second half, but really three out of four quarters. Three out of four. I mean, let's be real here, right? All right, so my thoughts on this, you've got Follies, The Vanishing Act, and 15-Minute Magic. And we'll tie all this together. Now, leading off, Al Michaels and Chris Collinsworth in the second half took turns slobbering all over Aaron Rodgers. I was worried about him. I I hope somebody gets him a towel they could towel off. That was a lot of slobbering. Back rubs, toe massages. They were really getting in deep underneath the toenails and in, in between the toes. Man. Lick, 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 lick. Woo. It was nauseating is what it was. It was not. That's the word, nauseating. Listen, it was a, a fine comeback for the Green Bay Packers, but that's not the story. You buried the lead. That's a bad job by the TV guys. This was not a possibility, the Sunday night comeback for Green Bay, without what I like to call Fuller's Follies. That's right, Fuller's Follies. The defensive back of the Chicago Bears, Kyle Fuller, who let the game hit him right between the numbers. Right between the numbers. There you go. Now, you can defend a lot of things. You can say, hey, that was a tough play. Man, boy, not everyone could make that play. If you're a professional football player, and they pass as a defensive back hits you between the numbers. There's no defense for that. What else? I mean, what is it? What do you say? What, what is I'm mean, seriously. It was, it could have given him heart pain from hitting him in the chest. Didn't catch it. Fuller's follies. He drops an easy gimme. Game ceiling interception would have locked the game up, would have spoiled. Aaron Rodgers night and would have propelled the Chicago Bears to an unimaginable win. Now, full disclosure, I did like Chicago and the points, but to think they had a chance to win the game late, I thought they'd hang around, didn't think they'd be playing from ahead the entire game. And let's also not overlook the fact that my guy Fuller, Kyle Fuller, who's wearing the dunce cap for the Chicago Bears, he got burned by someone named Geronimo Allen. I don't even know who that is, but a 39-yard pass play touchdown on the right sideline there. There was a 39-yard connection, and Kyle Fuller was in tight coverage with this guy, Geronimo Allen, 
And uh, Geronimo with the win on that one. Now, secondly, right, Khalil Mack. Before Aaron Rodgers became the story, this was a Khalil Mack coming out party. Even though he's a former defense player Who? of the year, they, they were they were all over Khalil Mack. This Khalil Mack, that it was over the top NFL propaganda, right? The propaganda arm of the NFL laying it on thick. The producers of the Sunday night broadcast at the Peacock Network had decided that one of their storylines, and it made sense, was going to be Khalil Mack and his debut with the Chicago Bears. And to be fair, at points in the first half, Khalil Mack did play like a cyborg. Uh, but And that led to what? That led to heartfelt tributes. Ooh. Right? A lot of heartfelt tributes there, goofing on the Raiders for dealing him. At one point, not only was Khalil Mack trending on social media, but John Gruden was trending on social media as people were goofing on John Gruden for trading Khalil Mack. The greatness of the Raiders. But what did Khalil Mack do in the second half of that game? It was Harry Houdini-like. It was a vanishing act. If Khalil Mack had made one play, one bleeping play for the Bears, the Bears, they would have won the game. He didn't make a play. The entire second half, he didn't make a play. Khalil Mack. And so John Gruden went from everyone piling on to suddenly, hey, wait a minute. The guy vanished. Maybe Gruden's not such a bum anymore. In the span of 30 minutes of game time football. We sucked. And we sucked at a time that you can't suck. Now the final point here as we go through the Sunday night Bears-Packers game. To the loser goes the guilt, right? Now, I've often pointed, I love, it's one of my favorite quotes here, and we've used it off and on. It's actually a John F. Kennedy quote, but it's been twisted and used by other people, that victory has a thousand fathers, but defeat is an orphan. And Mitchell Trubisky, the final leg to this three-prong attack of failure for the Chicago football team, he was a one-hit wonder as in 15-minute magic, because starting his sophomore season, in the first quarter, if you just watched the first quarter, Mitchell Trubisky was magical. Eight of nine, 99 yards. The man averaged 11 yards per attempt, a quarterback rating of 112.5 in the first quarter. He was so good. He was like Picasso. I had a guy who uh, listens to our show in Chicago who was berating me. In your face, Maller. Every time you say Trubisky's name, you chuckle. You're not chuckling anymore, fat boy. Yeah, okay. This. No, no, no. That's all right. Hey, listen. I'm, I'm there. I'm a punching bag. Let me tell you something, though. I'm, I'm laughing. I'm still laughing at Mr. Trubisky, okay? Ha, 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 ha. Trubisky. Ha, 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 ha. You know what he did after the, the first quarter? Nothing. Nothing. You did more than he did. (laughs) He looked sharp for 15 minutes, and then the same shoddy third-rate quarterback Bears fans watched in 2017 the rest of the game. In fact, the final three quarters, I did the Maller math so you don't have to. 
Mitchell Trubisky combined second, third, fourth quarter. Passed for a total of 72 yards on 15 completions. That is even worse than Nick Foles the other night in the Eagles open. Remember, Nick Foles was at like 3.4 yards per attempt. Mitchell Trubisky averaged 2.7 yards per attempt over the final three quarters for the Bears. <laughs> he sucked. He had a quarterback rating of 62 the final three quarters. You want a medley of overthrown passes. You got that. Garbage. Garbage. And let's also not, while we're at it, underestimate the rookie coach, Matt Nagy, who in his debut coached scared. Right? Aaron Rodgers does not get comeback kudos down 20 to nothing without some extremely conservative coaching. Now, you could say, hey, he trusted his defense when he went for the field goal to go up by six points, forcing the Packers to get a touchdown. Well, that is true. I'm not going to even rip Nagy for that because I could, I could, I could understand the argument, hey, trust your defense, fine. But it's the play calling to get to that point, right? It's like we're going to turtle up and, and, and play it close to the vest, and that's how they played it there, and the result was you end up playing to lose the game. You don't play to win the game. You play to lose the game. The game. All right, let's get a little flavor from the locker room. What do you say here? Let's hear from, uh, let's see here. How about Aaron Rodgers? We'll hear from Aaron Rodgers here. Aaron, I'm sure you're going to go to the hospital immediately after the game there, and you're going to be in a full body cast. Is that correct? Yeah, I felt like once I got out, back out there and the adrenaline was going, it, uh, it loosened up a little bit, but then, you know, tightened up there in the fourth quarter. I was walking up and down the sideline to try and keep it loose. Oh, sure. But, uh, but no, we'll do tests tomorrow and uh, give you a better answer on Wednesday when I. When I talk, but uh, as long as there's no major issues and I'll keep playing. Be a harem of people massaging all of his body right there. Aaron Rodgers. Uh, here's more. Now, Aaron Rodgers is going to bring up a name from the past as a reason that he was able to come back in this game. Playing behind Brett Favre oh. um, for three years, you realize um, you got to be tough to play this position. You got to, in that situation, it's about coming back out and leading, and, and if you can do it, Deal with the pain, you should be out there. Let's hear from Mike McCarthy, the head coach of the Green Bay Packers. I'm sure you're very upset with your quarterback. You're disappointed that he came back in the game. Is that accurate? Aaron Rodgers was remarkable. Uh, I just can't uh, tell you, you know, how proud I am of him. And if you have to go through the, you know, the halftime, frankly, walking out of the tunnel, you know, I was uh, prepared to go with the Sean. So um, it, it was something that was – the evaluation uh, with our medical staff and to make sure he was safe and ready to go and his performance uh, just speaks for itself. Yeah. What about Deshaun Kaiser's performance? That speaks for itself also. He sucked at a time you can't suck, which is when he actually got in the game. All right, here's more. Here's Mitchell Trubisky. Uh, Mitchell, uh, now what do you – you can't talk about yourself, of course, so uh, why don't you instead suck up to the enemy? How about that? How, how wonderful. You want to you give Aaron Rodgers a massage? Go ahead. Do it. Go ahead. I don't even know what type of injury he had, but he came back into the game and seemed like he was just wobbling around, throwing uh, on one leg and able to find completions. And I mean, that's what it is for for the quarterback completion. Just get the ball to your playmakers and give your guys a chance. Why didn't you do that? Mr. 2.7 yards of pass attempt the final three quarters. Why didn't you do that? It's a bad job by you. All right, here's the, the Ben Mather Show on Fox. On Fox, we say hello to Edmund Dallas, Steamboat Willie, Judas Garcia is right. 
right over there. Yeah, boy, yeah. football's back. Hooray. Sound excited about that. You were at an NFL game. You were at the Charger game. I Well, I, I went after I watched my team tie the Cleveland Browns. <laughs> yeah. Tie! Good job by Mike Tomlin. Hooray! Tomlin gets my vote for Tomlin? coach of the year. What yeah. the hell? He didn't turn the ball over six times. Yeah, he coached him to do that, though. That's good coaching. Solid coaching by him. Uh, and and, yeah. and how about this for the Browns, though? You were given six turnovers in a game, and you didn't win. Well, they tried, though. You yeah, know, they, they tried, I guess. And, and they really wanted to win. They did. Yeah. But it just wasn't their day. It's half a win, though, right? It ties a half a win. Isn't that I, a half a win? I guess in the standings, I guess that's they're, how it counts. They're into week two, and the Browns haven't lost a game. Baker Mayfield would have won. The Baker. Touchdown maker. <laughs> yeah. Well, I love the fact that Steelers, they, they, since they put that giant wall up, they're now 0-0-1, these Steelers records, since they put that retractable I, I, 60-foot well, structure up around their practice facility. I suppose that's facility. true. By I the blame way. it on that. They, all those turnovers is because the players are too confident because they know they can do whatever they want when those yeah. retractable uh, tarps go up. How about Le'Veon Bell's tweet, Eddie? You like that? I didn't see it. He can go to hell, though. <laughs> wow. Now, kind of personal, right? well, that's, my, that's the fan talking, not the uh, journalist. Wow, journalist. Uh, <laughs> now, you and Ben, you and uh, Roberto will have the pleasure of NFL football tomorrow. Yes. But I, did you see the Koopa Loop walking around in here? Yeah, he's got he his He was strutting like a peacock. Excited. His chest was out. It's a big all day for proud. him. proud. His Broncos won. Broncos are back. Wearing his John Elway jersey, but this the style of jersey he never wore, which is a little, a little lame in my opinion. He, it was Man, he's strutting. I thought he was wearing a Case Keenum jersey. I think it's pretty impressive. When's the last time the Legion of Boom gave up 27 points? That, that is impressive to put 27 points. Are they still points. the Legion of Boom? I'm, oh, sure. I don't oh. think so. Yeah? No? No. Oh. I'm, not, I'm not sure they are anymore. They're not anymore? Yeah. Oh, I mean, Case Keenum, though, 339 yards. Sure, yeah. he had three interceptions, but 339 yards passing. Yeah. That's really good, right? I guess. I don't know. They yeah. won. They won the game. But uh, Von Miller, three sacks, yeah, it's good. two forced fumbles. And a partridge in a uh, As bad as my team was, at least they were not the Buffalo Bills, who got how about the destroyed. Oh, how about the Saints, though? The Saints gave up 40 uh, well, plus points. at least points. they scored 40 yeah, points. To a backup. The the Joe Flacco d- didn't even play in the fourth quarter because it was the game was over. Yeah. The, the the Bills coaching staff, you have if you're ownership in Buffalo, you got a question. This is now twice, two years in a row, that the Bills coaching staff felt that Peterman yeah. Boy, was the right stunk. guy. Good God. But how, he was really good in preseason though. How about, those char- oh, wow. how about those Charger receivers? Yeah, dropping that. touchdowns. Uh, Roberto piling on. Right and left. Well, you know, Eddie's not. He's a Charger season ticket. So your wife went first and then you joined your wife at the game? Yeah, Is that she, how this worked? We, we actually, she had friends in from Chicago who are uh, Chargers fans. So, they were so, staying at our house. So how does this work? The parking situation? Well, you... I went and dropped them off at like 9 a.m. Okay, for so tailgating. So a drop off. Okay. And, uh, I, you know, just for because it was opening day, I was like, I don't want to miss my game. Sure. So I don't really care about the tailgating. So I went home, and the, the the plan was I would watch the Steelers win easily and show up, you know, probably late first quarter. So, you know, go? I'm texting her. I'm like, eh, looks like it's going overtime. Yeah, uh, Looks like it's going to be a tie. I'll see you at halftime. Uh, <laughs> got there at halftime. Watch the second half. Yeah. Yeah. And the great thing about the, the Browns, they get all these turnovers, and Tyrod Taylor, yeah. or Tyrod, or whatever you want to call him there, He's terrible. He's uh, he sucks. The only too. the only good plays he made were with his feet. He could not 
do anything passing the but ball. But isn't the job of the quarterback? Pressure, isn't yeah. the job of the quarterback to throw said football? Isn't that part of the gig? Like if you're running, you're not. Yeah, this isn't. You know, it's not. He's not running the wishbone in, at Oklahoma. He's uh, no. the NFL. Although he might be better at that than throwing the football. I, I think he definitely of, would be. Fifteen than of forty. Oh, that's terrible. <laughs> that's, that's <laughs> awful. I mean, and I. I, I feel like I should deserve. I deserve something for having for actually sat through that entire game because that was just not enjoyable. No, I mean mm-hmm. even if the Steelers they had a field goal attempt in overtime, you know if they would have won, I'm not going to be yay jumping around. Wait, we won! Yeah, I was yeah. like, God, what a crappy game. Well, they didn't cover the spread, but they well, I don't care about well that. nobody won, so nobody <laughs> picked the underdog. You win the bet on that. Well, I do care about it. Yeah. A lot of people do care about that. I a lot don't. of people care about that. Many, many more people, thanks to the Supreme Court of the United States, care about that now. Be sure to catch live editions of the Ben Maller Show weekdays at 2 a.m. Eastern, 11 p.m. Pacific on Fox Sports Radio and the iHeartRadio app. Deshaun Watson and Jimmy Garoppolo, the breakout stars of last season among the quarterback clan, right? Two guys that lit up the NFL when they played. Neither one played a full season. Did you happen to watch the Texans and the 49ers offenses in action? Now, the the Niners playing a very good team in the Minnesota Vikings and the Patriots playing a good team in the Patriots, although not a great defensive team last year. And the only reaction after watching these two games is that life comes at you fast. It turns out for both Deshaun Watson and Jimmy Garoppolo, the sequel – not the equal, at least at the beginning here. Woo-wee! Minnesota forcing Jimmy Garoppolo into a number of terrible passes and turnovers, interceptions. Deshaun Watson was the guy I thought Deshaun Watson would be. Maybe if he didn't spend so much time tweeting back at me, he would be able to you know, maybe complete some passes against the Patriots. I'm just saying. I'm just saying that that might be the possibility there for him. So let's discuss two of the chosen ones at the quarterback position Jimmy Garoppolo and Deshaun Watson, who both took it on the chin on Sunday. So, it's a toss-up question. The more deflating encore important performance to start the year, week one, we can't wait till the end of the year. We are asked to comment as the season goes on. Deshaun Watson or Garoppolo, toss-up. The answer is... It is elementary, my dear Watson, although it was not elementary for you, as Sherlock Holmes would say. Uh, My thoughts here, you've got the shadow, lifeless, and the skeptics, and we'll tie all this together. Number one, Deshaun Watson. When he was playing last year, he had broken several rookie records in the games that he had played. He had a cheat code in 2017. He was pillaging. The NFL, it was anticipated by many low-information sports fans that Deshaun Watson would be even better this season. And while it is only one game, that is true, there is no indication that Deshaun Watson will be better than he was last year. In fact, the body of work that we have, one out of 16 regular season games, would lead you to believe that Deshaun Watson is going to take a gigantic step back. The early returns are in, and if you are someone that bought in to Deshaun Watson, if you took extra cups full of Kool-Aid anticipating great things for Deshaun Watson, then there certainly is reason to panic. 
I watched the entire Patriot game. That was in my rotation. At, the, at all times, I had the Patriot game on for moonlighting reasons. And the early returns are in for Deshaun Watson in this performance. Now, New England's defense, to, to give you some back context on this, New England's defense made only minimal changes. It was a defensive unit. While it is true the Patriots got to the Super Bowl last year, they were 30th in yards allowed last season. There are only 32 teams in the NFL. The Patriots were 30th in yards allowed. They got gouged. Now, a lot of those points or yards they gave up were between the 20s. That is true. But they still gave up the 30th most yards allowed. There were 29 teams in the NFL that were better defensively in yards allowed than the Patriots. And, again, only minor changes. The, the core of the Patriots' defense is the same. And Deshaun Watson was bad. He, there's no other way to spin it. He completed only 50% of his passes. He averaged 5.2 yards per attempt. He had a garbage-time touchdown. Also, uh, the interception, he lost a fumble. The quarterback rating worked out to 62.9. There was no sense of urgency. The Texans were down by multiple scores in the fourth quarter, and Deshaun Watson was going, la, 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 la. That's how he sounded. Horrible, he was, horrible, yeah. and really bad. Yeah, he's like, do, 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 do. I'll take my time. Uh, and he did. He took his time. He didn't, no, no rushing to the line of scrimmage. And sure, he got a touchdown. Of course, by then, the damage had been done. Patriots end up winning the game, and they cover the point spread. There was no increase to the rhythm. No sense of urgency. Uh, And keep in mind that last year against that same Patriot defense, and remember, it's pretty much the same Patriot defense, Deshaun Watson had 301 yards passing. He had a quarterback rating of over 90 against the Patriots. So Bill Belichick, what he did, as we anticipated, he went mad scientist, and he cooked up a potion to turn Deshaun Watson into a peasant. And you wonder, is that just a freak of nature? Is that a one-time situation, or is this going to become the new normal for Deshaun Watson? Now, the second thing here, Jimmy Garoppolo, and while Deshaun Watson wins between these two, that does not excuse the performance of Jimmy Garoppolo, who at times was embarrassing, but less embarrassing than Deshaun Watson. Now, why is that? It's pretty simple here. The Minnesota Vikings, uh, their defense is no joke. This is an elite defensive unit. Mike Zimmer has a a defense, the Purple People Eaters, filled with barbarians and gladiators, and that was a defense which was number one in the NFL last season. They were the top defense in pro football last year. So it is understandable that Jimmy Garoppolo would have issues. Again, Deshaun Watson went against the defense that was 30th in yards allowed last year, the Viking defense elite. Now that said... The 49ers, by their standards, compared to how they played last year, that was a lifeless effort. Uh, Jimmy Garoppolo had his share of passes that were completable that sailed on him. That's not because of Viking defenders that made elite defensive plays. That was poor execution by Jimmy Garoppolo. He missed open receivers. He did turn the ball over multiple times. It was a back-to-earth type of effort for him, too. Mistakes killed him. The Niners averaged actually more yards per play than the Vikings did in this game. The turnovers, the toxic brew for Santa Clara to try to win a game on the road in the Twin Cities, and so the Vikings get to win. And I was anticipating 
that Kirk Cousins would have first game blues. That did not happen for Kirk Cousins this game. But the Viking players, they enjoyed knocking Jimmy G down from his pedestal so much, chopping down a couple of notches from the Jimmy G magic ride. Uh, did you hear what Danielle Hunter, that's a dude, a defensive end for the Vikings said after the game? Dan, this guy Hunter said, as the game goes on, you have got to bring the pressure on him, meaning Garoppolo, you see that he's starting to get scared. Ooh. Boy, that's... Oh, no. That is, you talk about cutting someone someone's balls off. I mean, that is emasculating. Someone's getting scared. Jimmy G's getting scared. Bok, 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 chicken. Man. You think he was scared when he was on the date with the porn star? You think you know, when he was in time to pay the bill and all that? Baby, done. All right, the last thing here. Now, I've dealt with a lot of annoying, mostly Houston Texans fans. And I've tried to be the voice of reason. I have attempted to be a voice in the night speaking the gospel, the truth. Many have chosen not to listen. And I understand. I understand. Your fanboy tendencies went out. But you ought to be very uneasy, very uneasy with Deshaun Watson. He was a supernova until he went snap, crackle, pop last season. And he didn't even get hurt in this game. He didn't even get hurt. Watson played and. Looked fragile, no sense of urgency, and did remind me of RG3, 2.0. Looked like RG3. That was an RG3 type of performance. It was. If you look at those numbers, 50% completion rate, 5.2 yards per attempt, a touchdown in garbage time, an interception, a lost fumble, that is a vintage RG3 type of performance after his rookie season. So he's not going to always be this bad. There will be moments where Deshaun Watson plays well. But I would say that this is not going to be that far away at any moment. Deshaun Watson is going to have this kind of performance available. And Poop fest. The skeptics always win. Right? Skeptics always win. Now, Jimmy Garoppolo averaged 7.9 yards per pass against the Vikings. But you're not going to win with the, the mistakes, the turnovers. The Niners host the Lions. And former Patriot defensive guru Matt Patricia, that's the next game up for the 49ers. Now, if the 49ers offense struggles in that particular game, at that point, I will then signal from the top of the Maller Mansion, it is time to panic. I will then, uh, for the Jimmy Garoppolo Marching and Chowder Society, I will then say, it's over, they're doomed. I will do that. But I'm not there yet. Deshaun Watson, different story. Now, the Texans get a bit of a gimme coming up because they get now they have to go on the road. It's a divisional game. The Texans play the Titans next week, uh, one of the early games in Nashville. And the, the Titans, you talk about losing multiple key players to injury. The Tennessee Titans, a beaten and broken football team as they lose three starters, including their quarterback, to injury after that seven-hour game in Miami. So the Titans lost Delaney Walker, their tight end. It appears to be a season-ending injury for him. They had to cart him off. He's gone. Uh, They also lost their left tackle with a concussion. And Marcus Mariota, uh, he left with an elbow injury. So they're they're, the left tackle, tight end, and quarterback all gone. The good news is, though, you have a competent backup quarterback in Blaine Gabbert. When you've got Blaine Gabbert coming in, you're in good hands. (laughs) 
good hands with Blaine Gabbert. What could possibly go wrong? It is the Ben Maller Show on Fox. Let's hear from Deshaun Watson here. Deshaun, you sucked at a time you should not have sucked, which was when the game actually started against the Patriots there. That was a bad job by you, Deshaun Watson. I am sure, I am sure you're going to announce how pathetic you were and how embarrassing this was, and you'd like to apologize to every man, woman, and child that spent three hours of their time watching this game. Yes? I'm the leader of the team, leader of this offense, so uh, as I go, the offense go. And it was just, you know, just kind of not enough energy, not enough pace on our on our part. And, uh, you know, I just take the blame. I take all the all the heat for that and, and just kind of continue to move forward and, you know, just get ready for next week, put this behind us and learn from it. That's the sound of a beaten man right there. That's I can tell by the voice. That's the sound of a beaten man. The sound of battered, bruised, and completely beaten. That's right. The end is near. The end of the magic carpet ride. Edmund Dallas Steamboat Willie. Judas Garcia is right over there. Now, ben, I don't know if you're going to talk about another young quarterback who a lot of people are heaping praise on. I will get today. to Peterman later. I will talk about no, Peterman. That's de- uh. <laughs> <laughs> Definitely not him. Patrick Mahomes oh, he was good. of the Kansas yeah. Chiefs. He was okay. He wasn't Not great. impressed? Um, I mean... Well, what's it take to impress if you? Wanna, you? Well, if, look, if you want to take into consideration that he's young and he didn't turn the ball over and his team won on the road, all that, that's fine. Yeah. But, you know, the four touchdown passes... That does not impress you. Well, two of them were one yard, and one of them was like a little flip you know, yeah, like a shovel a pass. pass. He had a 127.5 quarterback rate. I, I'm great. Good for him. But He averaged almost 10 yards a pass. He, it, he was good. I think the praise oh. that people are heaping on him right now is a little bit much. And they say I'm unrealistic. Eddie Garcia. Look at that. I agree with Eddie there. Eddie Garcia. He was good. He was not, you know. Yeah. You see the four touchdown passes and you think, wow, that's amazing. It, it, was, it was okay. Well, considering the fact that he, if all the quarterbacks that took over, I think we can agree on this, he was replacing an MVP candidate. Alex Smith, for part of the year, a year last season, was playing at an MVP level for Kansas City last year. He was really yeah, but good. No, nobody's, they got as much as they were going to get out of Alex Smith. The reason they made that I understand move that. was that they were like, but, okay, let's try to give the young guy, we, maybe he's got a bigger but, but upside. But it's not like he replaced a, a, a cadaver at quarterback. Yeah, he, he, didn't didn't replace, somebody, he didn't replace a Hall of Famer either. But a guy that was an MVP candidate last year, and he's nobody going was there voting playing. for him for MVP. Yeah, he wasn't going to win MVP. He no was, way. You were underestimating how good Alex Smith was. He last played year. well early in the year, but he, he played well no, all year. He, come on, he played well. He all was year. never a serious MVP candidate. You are so wrong on this. Oh my God, you you're, you're so, really going to ball yes, wash Alex Smith? Yes, I am going to. I'm get uh, out of here. Slobber, slobber, slobber. Yes, I am Alex Smith. You, you know, you lost your mind. I am not. No, I do. I recall being amazed at how effective Alex Smith was last year. Don't see you're you're misremembering Eddie's what you're doing. No, I remember he you're was very very good earlier in the year, and then they started to stink down the stretch, and suddenly he turned into Alex Smith. They they did struggle down the stretch, but his overall body of work, Alex Smith was was remarkable last season. I, I, I don't think he was remarkable for Alex Smith. He was very good. But he was Alex Smith. He had a he had a great start. He was the highest rated quarterback in the NFL I don't care over about, the course uh, of the entire you're, season. Great, you're the quarterback rating guy. I'm not. 
Okay. Well, what what metrics do you what what do you look at here? Like, what do you what do you want? You want completion you're, percentage? You're about the you're about the dink and dunk. You're always talking about how you're complaining about these dink and he dunk was passes. That's it. what he is. He was numbered. He had a better completion percentage than Tom Brady last year. Alex Smith did. was he better than Tom Brady? During the regular season, he was neck and neck with oh, Tom Brady. On. He was. Oh, he was. Yeah, well, if, if, if that's what you think, then fine. I I disagree. <laughs> okay. I well, you're wrong. So you think am, Patrick Mahomes was uh, the second coming with this performance? You're ready to go all in on him? I was impressed. I didn't watch the entire game. I was flipping around. When the late games come on, I'm, I'm a little fatigued. Uh, I admit that. And I watched a lot of the – I was at the Broncos-Seahawks game. I was watching the Cowboys. And I was flipping back and, and forth through that. But I didn't totally lock in on the Chiefs game. But when I was watching, I was impressed. And I – and Tyree Kill appears to be well, like, Tyree Kill, yes, that's the guy like to be impressed 10, with. Uh, ten, I don't know what he you'd was say, impressive. Ten steps ahead of everyone else in the NFL. Yeah, there you go. Be sure to catch live editions of the Ben Maller Show weekdays at two a.m. Eastern, eleven p.m. Pacific. It's Maller. How about that? To the third degree. This is when Big Ben gets grilled. Third degree time, new week, and we bring in the Coop Galoop. And odds makers seem to think that the Eagles are going to be without Carson Wentz a lot longer than many anticipated, with a Week 10 return being the favorite. Now, we already know that you think Nick Foles sucks, but Week 1 has proven that they can still win with him not playing very well. If Wentz doesn't return until Week 10, do you think the Eagles can still make the playoffs? Yeah, it's far from a guarantee, and Eagle fans don't want to hear this. If it's the worst-case scenario, and I don't believe these optimistic reports about Carson Wentz because they're all lies until he actually plays and shows that he can play at a high level. We heard he was going to be ready for week one when training camp started. So if Carson Wentz is out for 10 weeks, I'll say there's only a 30% chance that the Eagles end up making the playoffs. Keep in mind they have a very soft start to their schedule, Philadelphia, uh, but a couple of things. Number one, you are underestimating just how lousy, just how terrible Nick Foles happens to be. And that leaves no margin for error in other facets of the team. If you have an off week on special teams, you can't make up for it. If you have an off week on defense, you can't make up for it. And number two, the Eagles, while they do have a very good defense and appear to be have a, appear to have above average special teams, if Carson Wentz is going to be out another nine games, you figure by the time it's all done, the Eagles will be lucky if they go six and four or five and five after their first ten games. Assuming that the division is not a bunch of lightweights, there'll be someone or multiple teams that are going to be around that record. So I would bet against them. I, I said the odds are thirty percent. I think that's a fair percentage with Carson Wentz if he's out for ten games. Next. Now, moving over to college football, after a week one loss to Cincinnati, there were UCLA analysts that had to stress patience with the Chip Kelly era. Well, now the Bruins are 0-2 on the year. Is patience still a virtue, Ben? They have no choice. They have no other option at UCLA. They are invested in the chipper. That's what they're invested in. First of all, UCLA, the way the politics of UCLA work, they had to shake down some mega boosters to get rid of Jim Moore, because Moore still had time left, and then they had to afford a very extravagant contract for Chip Kelly, who I think is still being paid by multiple NFL teams, but still, it's a uh, it's a sizable amount of money, and so UCLA has made their bed, and they have to now deal with this. 
the good, the bad, and the ugly. Anybody can have a bad 20-game stretch. Chip Kelly's last 20 games in the NFL and now at UCLA, he's 2-18. and That's going back to his days in Philadelphia, last couple games in Philadelphia, the year with the Niners, and now with the UCLA Bruins, 2-18, and his last 20 games. Now, secondly, the barometer for the Bruins, and I watched some of their game against Oklahoma on Saturday, the barometer for the Bruins is improvement, right? Obviously getting better. They don't look like they're going to be anything to reckon with in the Pac-12 once conference play gets going. And after this 0-2 start, it's baby steps. Chip Kelly is on notice right now. He's got to find a way to get playmakers. It's obvious. They don't have enough playmakers to make that offense magical in Westwood. So you got to go out and get those players into UCLA. Uh, I don't know why they're not there already, but they're not. At least the early results, they're not there. And you got to do it in recruiting. All right, next. Now, there was a report over the weekend that Jerry Jones is slowly handing over full control of the Cowboys to his son, Steven. Well, doesn't he do everything slowly? <laughs> That's a good point. Yeah. Uh, ben, once the transition is complete, do you think we'll see any change in the Cowboys' fortunes, or will it be business as usual? Well, it's never going to be the same. Listen, I know it's easy to poke and prod and rip Jerry Jones. I like Jerry Jones. Jerry Jones has been good for business. And a couple of thoughts. A, Jerry Jones is like the last of the Mohegans. Right? They broke the mold with Jerry's world, good, bad, or whatever. And, and B, the sequel, as we've talked about with these quarterbacks, is never the equal. Look at the Yankees. George Steinbrenner's kids aren't nearly as cool as the boss. Cowboy fans want to blame all the team's problems on Jerry Jones. When in doubt, throw Jerry Jones' name out for the lack of Super Bowl wins. Be careful what you ask for. You're going to get a more corporate, a more cold, a more ruthless ownership with the kids taking over for Jerry Jones. There it is, Mallet of the Third Degree. How do we do? Ben, you pass this edition. That is a winner! Fox Sports Radio has the best sports talk lineup in the nation. Catch all of our shows at foxsportsradio.com and within the iHeartRadio app, search FSR to listen live. Hey, you sports figure guy or girl. Who the hell are you talking to, son? Here's some instant advice. Hold that thought. No one's paid attention to me for ten whole seconds. And if you don't like it, screw you. And away we go. It is time now for the instant advice line. Unscreen calls from you, the knuckleheads, the Maller militia. We give back after taking, taking, taking. Now, who needs our advice this week on the instant advice line? Who is it? Well, there's a lot of options. Now, normally we go with a an athlete, a coach, a prominent figure in sports. Now, we could have certainly gone with Nathan Peterman. The New Orleans Saints defense would have been good as well. John Gruden for the Khalil Mack trade. Go on and on. But we need to help one of our own. One of our own brothers and sisters is going into rehab. If you listened a few minutes ago, Blind Scott, six uh-huh. months of rehab, so... Any advice, any tips you have to listener Blind Scott of Boston who is going in to rehab? Uh, let's go to the phones. 877-99 on Fox is the number. We'll start out with you. Hello, you are on the air. Your advice to Blind Scott. Stay in the road so I can run you over. All right. Hello, you're on the air. Sound advice. Line, <gasps> line three, you are next. Advice to Blind Scott. Line three. Uh, good luck, bro. All right. Thank you. Terrible this also. Josh, you are next. Line one, advice to Blind Scott. Line one. All right, thank you for that. Hello, you are next. Got a murder, got to go. Yeah, I mean, these are terrible. Advice to Blind Scott. He's going to rehab for six months, he said. 
All right. Not paying hey, where attention. where are the white women at? Line three, you're on the air. Hello, line three. Hook weed man, hit me up with a remote. Line four, you're Drink on the air. Away. Advice line four to Blind Scott, who's headed to rehab. I'd love to be uh, funny, Big Ben. Line five, you're on the air. Advice to Blind Scott. I'm not El Pollo Loco, Roberto. Line one, you're on the air. Hello, line one. All right, line two, you're on the air. Hello, line two, your advice to Blind Scott, line two. Uh, yes, Ben. Even though he couldn't see me, I would look <laughs> Blind Scott square in the eyes. <laughs> Sunglasses. Go on yourself, Ben <laughs> <laughs> That could be the funniest one he's ever done. I, I agree. Uh, line, th- line three. <laughs> you yourself, Ben <laughs> Look him right in the eye, even though he couldn't. Die. Line three, hello. He needs to eat a lot of prunes and eat a lot of spinach and get off the marijuana. There you go. go change, change it out for prunes and spinach. Hey, Hello. Ben. Oh, hey, it's just Cowboy oh. John Brett on the random line. Yes, Cowboy John Brett. Okay. Hey, Blind Scott. Former Pistons, former Pistons centers Bob Lanier and uh, Ben Wallace are 70 and 44 today, and former WWE superstar Steve Gator Kern is 67. Okay. Uh, uh, get yourself well, big, uh, Blind Scott. All right. Scott. Thank you. Oh, yes, I thought he was going to uh, say get him a buxom blonde. No he, play for Mr. Gray. You know, he's got to say Whitaker for the Hall of Fame. He can't say Trammell anymore for the Hall of Fame. All right. Line or Morris, too. Line five. Hello, line five. Oh. Hi, Donald. You, Donald, what's your advice to Blind Scott, Donald? Don't drink alcohol. Okay, don't thank drink you, alcohol. Donald. That's well, good advice. When I was a little boy, Donald, you taught me that. Line one, you're on the air. Hello, line one. Although Donald Duck did have anger issues like Blind Scott. The balls. Okay, thank you. Yes, uh, line two, hello. Yeah, Blind Scott, at least this way you won't have to watch Brady lose again. Oh, you screwed that line up, man. You need to go to rehab. Line three, hello. Remember, Blind Scott, one ball's a bounce here. All right. Thank you, line line four, hello. I never heard of him. Never heard of him. All right, last one, Kubaloo Pickett, final call, the instant line. Unscreen advice to Blind Scott, our regular Mallard Militia member, is going to rehab. He announced he'll be not calling our show for six months. There's a car picking him up. In a couple hours and taking him away to clean up his life. All right, where should we go here, Kubaloo? Last call. Line three. Line three. Final call for Blind Scott. You're on the air. Line three. Go. Get ass on Facebook. There it is. Yeah. The final piece of advice. Well, he won't be allowed on Facebook, Blind. Well, no, he can't go on Facebook for six months. At Bed 365 we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bed 365 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. The journey to a smoke-free future can be a long and winding road. But if you're ready for a change, consider taking Zinn for a spin. Zinn nicotine pouches offer a fresh way to discover your nicotine satisfaction. Anywhere, anytime. No smoke, no spit, and no lingering odor. Get in gear with the Zinn 10 Challenge and enjoy 10 smoke-free, spit-free days for just $5.95. Order online and start your new journey today. 
Warning, this product contains nicotine. Nicotine is an addictive chemical. From BBC Radio 4, Britain's biggest paranormal podcast is going on a road trip. I thought in that moment, oh my God, we've summoned something from this board. This is Uncanny USA. He says, somebody's in the house, and I screamed. Listen to Uncanny USA wherever you get your BBC podcasts. If you dare. There's no distance too far for the perfect trip. Hi, checking in for... Or the perfect table. Hey, where are you? And when you get access to Resi Priority Notify with your Amex Platinum card. Hey, this looks amazing. I'm so glad you made it. And travel benefits at fine hotels and resorts booked through Amex Travel. It's worth the trip. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. The wait is almost over. Get ready for the 2024 NFL season as the full schedule is announced. Bring it Every rivalry, every rematch, every rookie debut, every game revealed. The 2024 NFL Schedule Release, presented by Verizon, coming in May. Live on NFL Network, ESPN2, and streaming on NFL+. Terms and conditions apply to NFL+. Visit nfl.com slash schedule release to learn more.